And now it's time for the further adventures of Big John and Sparky. Today's chapter is entitled, Big John Gets Company, Again. <laughs> Mayor Plumfront, Yuki Butcher, and Sparky certainly have been solicitous since I broke my ankle. I've been spending these few days in bed, doctor's orders, you know. The mayor comes to see me every day, Yuki. Sparky is constantly underfoot, it seems. Trying to be helpful, I realize that, but... <laughs> Sometimes I wish they'd just let me have a little peace and quiet. I particularly enjoy that, and I have been very tired. As today's episode begins, I'm in bed, listening to the radio, and Sparky is with me. Now we can let's see. What do we have to do today? Do we always have to be doing something? Well, sure. If we weren't always doing something, kind of drag on so long, you think you're never going to get well. Ah, uh, Sparky. All that's, that's the matter with me is I've got a broken ankle. This cast is going to be on my ankle only six weeks, and I've already had it on one week, and that means it's only five more weeks to go. Yeah, and this one week that's gone by has gone by extra fast because we've always had things to do to make the time pass quickly. Well, I have to admit one thing, Sparky, with you around, there's never a dull moment. I do hope, however, that by now you've gotten over the idea of uh, giving me a bath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you finally gave yourself a bath yesterday. But you know, I still don't understand why you don't shave. Hey, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. I'll give you a shave. What? <laughs> You're kidding. You're not going to give me a shave, buddy boy. No, sir. Well, why don't you want to shave? Well, well, I'll tell you. I've decided that since I'm not going to be going anywhere for six weeks, I'm going to grow a beard and a mustache. I've always wondered what I'd look like with a beard and a mustache, and this is just going to be a golden opportunity to find out. Oh, <laughs> boy. How long do you think your beard will grow? Well, I don't know. In fact, I haven't even decided what kind of a beard I want. I mean, turn the radio off there, will you? Thanks. I may cultivate a full long beard like Santa Claus, and again, I may grow a smaller one, something like General Grant or Abraham Lincoln. I might have one like General Robert E. Lee or Stonewall Jackson. I could even grow a Van Dyke, one of those, you know, those short pointed beards. All other, all, all different kinds of beards that I could grow. I just haven't thought about <laughs> hey, all things. Well, anyway, there. Uh oh, there's a doorbell. Will you go downstairs and see where it is, Sparky? Yeah, okay, they got Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd look real good in a beard. <laughs> well, my friends and neighbors won't get to see me other than the mayor and Yuki and Sparky. And so if it doesn't work out, I can just, you know, just, just shave it off. Won't have to be embarrassed, by the way, it might happen. Hey, John? Yeah. Hey, John? Yeah? Hey, you've got company. Company? And who it is? Oh, maybe it's Rosalie McClanahan from Dow's radio station. I'll bet it is. I'll bet it is. Look how I look. Now, where's my comb? I wonder if that soup I spilled in my pajamas the other day still shows. Oh, I should have changed these pajamas. And why didn't I shave? All the times you grow up here. Where's my razor? No, I don't have time to shave. Where's my comb? Where's my comb? I need a mirror, too. Oh, me, I'm a mess. Why didn't I shave? Where did I ever get that silly idea about... Here's your company, Big John. Well, fine, just sure right in, Sparky. Just bring her right in. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to excuse my appearance, Mr. Clenahan, but you see, uh, well, I wasn't expecting to... Oh, 
it's only your dog, Bunny. Oh, boy. Hey, Derek, aren't you glad to see him? Well, uh, no, uh, sure, sure, sure. I'm glad to see you, Bunny. Go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> I didn't mean to act like I didn't want to see him. It's just, it's just that I thought that, uh, you know, I thought... Well, I... Hey, John, Bunny likes you. He's glad to see you. Well... He's just wondering why you spend so much time in bed and why you don't play with him anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, I understand that. Of course, I'm glad to see him. It's just that you scared the daylights out of me when you ran up the stairs like that, yelling that I had company. <laughs> it's just that I thought to. <laughs> well, to tell the truth, I was kind of hoping that... Uh... <sighs> I thought Rosalie McClenahan, that pretty girl that works down at the radio station, was coming by to pay me a little visit, if you want to know the oh, truth. Oh, boy. Why would she want to come here? Well... After all, she did sign her name to that card that was on the basket of fruit that all the people down at the radio station sent me. You know that. Oh, well, that doesn't mean that she'll come out here to visit you. Well, no, I I guess not. I guess not. By the way, who was that rang the doorbell? I know that wasn't your dog, Bunny. Well, in a way it was, say, John. What do you mean, the way it was? Well, <laughs> when I opened the front door, there was Bunny sitting up on the step real close to the door, and, and uh, nobody else was out there. <laughs> I thought sure it was Bunny who rang the doorbell. Well, now you know as well as I do that Bunny can't reach up and press the doorbell. Yeah, I know, I know that. It, it was Howard Boston next door who oh. rang the doorbell. <laughs> he was outside in his front yard cutting the grass, and, and he said Bunny had been sitting on the front porch oh. watching to get in for about oh, an hour. Yeah. So Howard came over and rang the doorbell, so we yeah. could now let Bunny in. Yeah, yeah, I see. And old Howard, the joker that he is, you walked away, so you'd think that it was Bunny who rang the doorbell, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that Howard. <laughs> Anything for a laugh. Say, I wonder if I could interest him in growing a beard and a mustache. Yeah. Well, I bet he would. I bet he would. Oh, well, he'll try anything for a laugh. You know, I think I'll invite him over for a little game of chess one night this week, and then I can ask him if he'd like to grow a beard and mustache, too. If there are two of us. I might keep it up. <laughs> Wouldn't feel so bad walking on the street with somebody else in the neighborhood who's doing the same thing. I don't know what they have to know. Hey, maybe you two would look like Trade and Mark. Trade and Mark? Who in the world are they? You know, those two brothers with the beards who have their pictures on that... Lots of cough drops. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we would. Well, I figured out what we're going to do today. What? Let me see. Um, where do you keep them? Well, I don't know. What are, you, what are you talking about? What do you have in mind for us to do? What are you looking for? The bed sheets. It's what? time to change the sheets on your bed. Oh. Well, that's a good idea. Well, the sheets are in the linen closet in the bathroom. Uh, while you're at it, you might bring some fresh pillowcases, too. Okay. Hey, maybe we'll change your pajamas, too. Yeah, it's about time. These soup stains have been on the front of my pajama shirt for four days now. I should say a fresh pair of pajamas. That and clean sheets on the bed will certainly feel good. Okay, here are the sheets, Big John. Okay. Now, uh, we'll change the sheets just like they do in the hospital uh, without you even uh, getting out of bed. Well, how come you know so much about how they change sheets in the hospital? Well, Rabbit Arthur was in the hospital. Uh, when he had his uh, half appendix taken out, and I was there one day visiting him, and they changed the sheets on his bed. I see. Well, what is it you want me to do? Well, I'll, I'll show you everything you have to do. So you just roll over to the other side of the bed there, whilst I get the sheet out from under the mattress on this side of the bed, see? Uh -huh. There we go. Okay. Now, let's see. I've got the sheet out from under the mattress over here. Now, let's see. How do I, uh... Oh, yeah. I guess I just have to give it a yank and pull it out from under you, big John. Right there. Oh, Sparky, don't yank like the... Oh, now, look what you've done. You ripped the sheet right down the middle. Ooh. Boy, that didn't happen that way when the nurse in the hospital changed the sheet on Rabbit Ears, Dad. 
Yeah, well, I don't suppose she yanked it like that. Man, you know, you just yanked it. Oh, well, it. we need a rag for house cleaning anyway. Oh. This sheet will make a lot of good rags for that. <laughs> and for washing windows, too. Yeah, but it's a brand new sheet. Now, look, before we do anything else, let's change my pajamas. Here, help me get the top off. It's a little hard to do sitting here in bed with this cast on my leg. Okay, I'll your hand. All right. Here, hold your, your arm back a little. Well, I hold your, hold your, no, 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 don't, don't put it on the arm. Hold it straight out. 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 That's why these course weights are because they're real old. Oh. I never should have started this. Well, I'll have to finish it now. I mean, the sheet is torn down the middle and there's soup stains all over it. But look, the pajamas are practically torn off and... Oh, you're a mess. you got soup all over your pajamas anyway. Well, anyway, listen, there's the doorbell ringing. Answer it, Sparky. That sounds like the way Mayor Plumfront usually rings the bell. Go ahead and let him in. Yeah, okay. The mayor can help us change the sheets on the bed and, uh, and uh, get the new pajamas on you, okay? Yeah, well, I'm glad he's here because we can use some help. Great day in the morning. Look at this room. Look at this bed. <laughs> look at me. Boy, if I don't look like the world's worst tramp. I don't know why I let Sparky start these things. It's a good thing Mrs. Tuthill next door offered to wash and iron my other pajamas or I wouldn't even have a change. Well, we're going to have to do something about the housekeeping situation around here. Maybe I could ask the mayor if his housekeeper, Mrs. Grimes, could come over maybe all oh, one or two days a week and clean up around here. That's... Hey, John! Hey, John! You got company! <laughs> Listen, that boy, company. He calls the mayor company. <laughs> I know, I know, company. Show the old can of lard in here. Come on in, you old flea-bitten hound dog. Come on over here and see how the world's dirtiest tramp lives. Well, here's your company, Big John. Yeah, come on in, you funny-looking... Yikes! Sparky, why didn't you tell me? Show your work, Big John. But it wasn't Mayor Plumfront. Miss McClan. Oh, you'll have to excuse my appearance. You'll have to excuse the appearance of this room. But, 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 but I did not. Oh, oh, this isn't a mess. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, I can tell by the way Big John's looking at me that he's pretty angry. Well, it wasn't my fault that the lady from the radio station decided to come out and visit him today. Anyway, nobody invited her. Well, why Big John's so excited about her coming here to see him? Just because she's real pretty doesn't mean she's somebody special. Anyway, she's an old lady. I bet she's 25. Before I look at him now, he looks like he's sick. She's sitting over there talking to him. He just sits there smiling like an old cow looking up into her eyes. Oh, me, don't tell me Big John's going to fall in love. Oh, if it isn't always something... Disgusting, that's what it is. Just plain everyday out now, disgusting. Oh.